0: Namaha, she said Namaha, she said Guru Pio Namaha. Some must a genical yarne, idatum, Karuna mayum, Namah, michin Satgurum, brumma, vidverum, one ojevum, Jitendriyam buddhi madam varishtam. Vatatmajambanarayuta mukhyam. Sri Ramadutam sirasana mami. Santo shini jagan mata. Mamaso vagyavrade. Sankaram Sankara charim Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra bashigr though and they Bagavan though Buna Punaham Om Nanmalaya prasandaya, dikshida muktayena maham, sachita nandarupa yab, vishod patyadi heta ve, Lambujashamalako malangam Sita Samaro Pita Vamabagam Pano Mahasayakacharuchapam Namamiram Requam Shadam. Okay, let us uh, read from the twenty third verse. Yeti khamna vartayam Jatu Karmanya tandritaha, Mama vartmanu vartante, partha Utsi de yurime loka. Utsi de loka. ma Sakta karmanya vidvamsa Sakta karman ya vidvamsa. Yatha bharata, Yatha bharata. sakta Naput, Naput, Tibetam Janayet, Karma Sarva Prakriti Kriyamanani, Unai Karmani Sarvasha, Unai Karmani Sarvasha, Tattu vitu mahaba, tatu vitu mahabam, unakarma सज्जते vartanta, So from the on the verse twentieth to twenty ninth so up to twentieth verse what was karma yoga was given now twentieth to twenty ninth verse you will see. Bhagavān is giving instructions how a Jeevan Mukta Purusha should live in the world. How he can be an ideal person to inspire others because unless such people are around us setting like a role model We will not have faith in our scriptures, the teaching of our rishis. Whatever wisdom that is there in the scriptures, they are wonderful. But unless somebody live those values and demonstrate to us that what the scriptures say is true, I have experienced it, I have seen it. Unless that assurance is not given to the public or the humanity, people will not have faith in the scriptures and they will not follow the values given by the scriptures. So how to set an example? Bhagavan started saying that that the yadhyadajaradi sreshtha tatta deveta rojanaha so that whatever this Sreshta Purusha does, that alone others follow. Here it is, Bhagavan very carefully says, whatever he does, others follow, not whatever he teaches. <laughs> That's why Bhagavan Ramachandraji said, he did Dharma. So Dharma, way of life, he followed Dharma and lived the values. And Krishna's time, he taught. <laughs> so Bhagavad Gita, etc., he taught. He, his, his method of living, we cannot follow because it is Ishwara Dharma, so it is Bhagavan's Dharma, so human being cannot follow, but Ji's Dharma was a human Dharma, so anybody can follow that. <laughs> so, he should set an example by living certain values. Otherwise, what will happen? Bhagavan said, the damage that will create to the society, he will sankarasya chakartasyam upahanyam imasana. So, he will create confusion among the people who are working. <laughs> then Bhagavan said, napuddhi vedam jnanam karma karmasanginam joshaye sarvakarmanim idvan bhikta samachara. <laughs> So, one should not create a a confusion in the mind and unsettle people's faith. So, if somebody is following certain karma, certain activities, it may be not very noble, but that he is doing something, we should encourage, you should not discourage them. Also, people who have certain faith in something, you should encourage them to continue. That's why our Gurudev used to say, if you study Vedanta, you'll be a better Christian. If you study Vedanta, you'll be a better Muslim, or a better Hindu. You don't have to change your faith, but whatever faith that you are following, continue with that, and with better understanding, better inspiration. <laughs> this is the teaching of our philosophy, Vedanta. That exactly Bhagwan says here also, because to give faith is very difficult. To destroy one's faith is very easy. So therefore, one should not unsettle those people who are following certain path. Then, Then how one should work in the world? grihastha or a jñāni jīvan mukta puriṣa how hīr sakthā karmanya vidyvāṁ sahā yadā kuruvandhi bārata kuryāt vidyvāṁ sadāsakthaka chihīṣul loka saṅkrihaṁ So a karma or a jñāni is the one who is attached to the result even though he works so much in the world but his attachment is for the result. Whereas a also work in the world with attachment, but there is a difference that he is totally detached from the result. Whether the result is favorable or unfavorable, it doesn't diminish his enthusiasm to work. So that is the greatness of this Mahatma, because the very work itself is a satisfaction for him. <laughs> it is not that only after getting the result, he is enthused or he is thrilled or he is happy. But the very work itself, he is happy. <coughs> like an artist, when he is painting a particular picture that he wants to trans, um, transform that canvas into that particular form that he has absorbed in his mind, at that time he doesn't even think about the past or future or nothing. He gets totally absorbed in that painting. Then after two hours he sit, stand back and admire his own work. <laughs> and such work becomes masterpiece. And then never sell that masterpiece, even if they have to beg on the street, they will never sell. Why? Because he relived that joy, that he is totally lost himself into that painting, that creation. <coughs> Same way, all our activities, especially even Mukta Purusha, when he gets into activities, he gets absorbed. Like a child, you watch, when they are playing, they are totally absorbed. <coughs> No, Even earthquake comes, nothing will happen to them. They are so absorbed. The same way, I have watched Gurudev, when he is reading a letter, in it nobody can disturb him he won't listen to you. You go and say something, Swamiji, he won't listen to you. Why? Because he is totally absorbed in that. And when that reading is over, then he look at you. Yes, what can you do? What do you want? That's the thing. So that total absorption, and that with that, he never considered it is a job. <coughs> see, see, otherwise, you know, 40 years, 40, 45 years, he was doing correspondence with all his devotees. Every day, something like 60 to 80 letters a day, average, he writes. And it can every day 4.30 thirty to six thirty. This is the job he does. And uh, if you and I, you know, we want to take a break, <laughs> at least Sunday let us not write or Saturday let us not write. Nothing like that. Every day the same enthusiasm. And there is no time. I have seen. I was with him for three years. No time. He said anything or you know that is oh I have to do this. Oh, again, so many letters, nothing of that sort. Every time he approached that, that pile of letters with enthusiasm, <coughs> as though when he opened the letter, as though he is looking at the person. And he dictates also, he answers the letters also, as though he is visualizing that person in front of him. Yeah, like, like a dialogue. This is the difference. So uh, <coughs> Gunagarma Gunaka, then the Nabuti Vedam Janay, the Karma Sankina, and Yoshri Sarva Karmani with Yukta Samacharan. Prakrite Kriyamanani Gunekarmani Sarvasha Ahankarimudatma Karta with the many a Twenty seventh verse Bhagavan said, This aham is the Bhavaha is because of the Prakriti Kriyamanani. Prakriti here means the body-mind-intellect complex. It's called Prakriti here. So, as a result of this Prakriti, the Ahankara is the product of Prakriti. Because of our akankara, we identify with this activities of Prakriti. The activities of Prakriti is what? The senses get attracted to the corresponding sense objects. It is natural. And they get attracted, they interact with each other. But because of our identification, we get into the samsara, dukkha. <coughs> so either happiness or sorrow creates problem for us. So this is idhi manyate because of our Ankara, we identify and we think that I am the doer. Now, then the 28th verse of the contrast, tattva vittu mahabaho unakarma vibhagayo ho unagneshu idumatya patva nasajyate He never get deluded or get affected. <laughs> because he knows this truth that this This body gets attracted to the outside object and I am the sakshi, I am the witness. I am not affected by the transaction of the body with the world outside. This sakshi bhava will make him free from attachment. Continuing, this much we saw so far. Now continuing, 29th verse. Prakriti Guna Samuda Sachante Guna Karmasu Sachante Dana Krishna Vido Mandan Krishna Vinna Vichala Yet Earlier Bhagwan gave the Jeevan Mukta Purusha, Tattva Vid, that was the title, Tattva the one who knows everything. And one who knows Tattva, the truth, is Jeevan Mukta Purusha. Now he is giving another title, Krishna Vidha. Krishna Vidha means the one who knows everything. Krishna means all. The one who knows everything is, is the Jeevan Mukta Purusha, Krishna Vid. Prakriti guna sammooda sajjante guna karmasu. So, guna karmasu sajjante, they get attached to the Prakriti guna Prakriti guna. Prakriti guna is again ahankara. Guna is a product of Prakriti. The product of Prakriti is what? Our ego, Ankara. Sajjante, Gunakarmasu. And they, it get attracted or they deluded by Prakriti's constituents and get clinging on to Sajjante, clinging on to Sajjante, Gunanam, Karmasu, Gunakarmasu. Tan Krishna Vidaha Mandan the person who is who knows everything. Earlier it is a continuation of that particular verse, last twenty eighth verse Bhagavan said the same idea is explained here with another contrast that the one who is a Krishna-vit, that means someone one who knows everything, means a jnani. He, he knows exactly what is happening in his constitution, <coughs> in his physical body. So for example, when a thought rises because of prarabdha, jnani also get thoughts. It is not that he is totally like a stone sitting there, no. <coughs> he also has thoughts. <coughs> He also sometimes feels like, you know, hey, why not I have some, what do you call Faluda, or something like that. Some thought will come to him. It's not that he is totally free from all thoughts. No, thought will come. But he knows that this thought will create problem. (laughs) Then what happened? He is able to ignore that. And he is able to watch that thought. And enjoy that also, that thought, how it creates the agitation in the mind, and how the mind whip the body to get the things done. All these things he watches, and that becomes his free entertainment. <laughs> so, generally, in Himalayas, in the Gufas, these Mahatmas are sitting there, living alone, and they have no diversion like newspaper or TV, or nothing of that sort, but they are so joyous. Why? Because they learn to watch their own mind. <laughs> this is the greatest sadhana. See, it is the mind will not allow you to look at the mind because so far mind will take you for a trip all the time. It takes you away from its own <laughs> this uh, uh, the existence. Why? Because if somebody starts looking at the mind, mind starts feeling miserable. <coughs> because so many lives we have lived, we never stopped and thought, what is this mind? How it is functioning? What, is, what does it want in life? This thought we never entertained. We always went along with the mind. <coughs> and when you stop, start, st- stop and start thinking, what is this mind doing? and you watch your mind you say you will have free entertainment that's why all these Mahatmas they are always happy because they are getting free entertainment with what? their own mind <laughs> so if you learn to watch it, you will see the joy of it so this is what Mahatma does and whereas the Akrsnavita Akrsnavita means the one who is a, a very little vision, a small vision, a <coughs> narrow vision, is called Mandan. Krishna Vinna Vichal He is Mandaha. manda means dull So, if you want to understand what is dull-witted, I'll give you a, an example. Okay? That will make it very clear who is Manda. <coughs> Once there was a construction, building construction site, so the supervisor is always in a trailer, which is also air conditioned and all that, and the workers are outside in the hot sun working, and one day when the workers were sitting for a cup of tea around the table, not table, they don't have table also. And they were just standing there, sitting there on the ground and then drinking coffee, tea. At that time, one person and raised a thought. Uh, this supervisor, he comes and gives us order. And then he goes back to his trailer and you know enjoys the comfort. Whereas, we are the people who are <laughs> really working. And uh, in the hot sun, we are working so hard. And our hard work, who is benefiting? He is benefiting. That is not fair. <coughs> so, if we should ask him, why are you getting more salary than us? What is the reason? <coughs> so, one of them, all of them appointed one gentleman to go and ask the supervisor. <coughs> Ramdev and and <then> asked. <coughs> Ramdev, you go and ask. So he went up and asked the supervisor. supervisor was sitting there having his cup of coffee and looking at the drawing and then he saw Ramdev, yes, what can I do for you? And he said, I come here representing the whole crowd of workers. They are asking, how you are getting more money than us? What is the secret? Why are you getting so much money? Whereas, we are working like crazy there. In fact, you are benefiting from our sweat and toil. So, this supervisor was a humorous guy. So, he got up and said, look, I tell you why I get more money. What? Okay. So, he put his hand on the table. And he said, hit me. And Ramdev said, really? Actually, I wanted to hit you, but uh, <laughs> now you are asking for it. Okay. So, when he wanted to hit him, you know, with all force he was hitting. At that time, what is, the supervisor removed the hand. <laughs> he removed the hand and he hit the table and broke the table. Then he looked at him. That is why I am getting more money, you see. <laughs> <laughs> I am more intelligent than you. Oh, understood. Ramdev understood. So he went back. Then all the workers asked, did you find out? Yes, yes, I found out. What is it? So I'll tell you. So he looked for a table. There was no table there. So he put his hand <laughs> near, the, near the ears. And he said, hint me. So I were wondering, why? That hit me. So they hit. Of course he removed the hand. <laughs> you know what is the result. I don't have to tell you what happened. This type of mind is called mandabuddhi. <clears throat> now you got it. Mandahan krishnavinna Dull. They have only partial knowledge. So they will... So such people when they are doing something, a person who knows everything like a jnani, he should not go and disturb them also. At that time, if you give them a lecture, <laughs> and you know about Vedanta and our Gita, Bhagavad Gita and all that, if you give the lecture to this kind of people, you think they will follow it? They will not understand it. So we have to see, uh, come down to their level and slowly, slowly guide them. So it's not. That is why, all, that's why in our religion we have different kinds of sadhanas. It is not only one type of sadhana. Why a different type of sadhana? It is to suit different temperament of people, different stages of growth of people. It is not Vedanta is applicable to all people. It's not possible for them to understand it also. But there are people who are very gross. Such people, there are certain, like rituals, this puja, and then worship, and upasana. All these things are given to them so that they get prepared. Then they will be able to appreciate the higher teaching. So, so here the Bhagavan here says, a Mahatma who is a jnani, who knows exactly the condition of people, but if somebody is deluded, and that person suddenly go and don't unsettle him, disturb him with different ideas or thoughts. So up to this Bhagwan' instruction for all Jnanis. Then now the 30th verse, Bhagawan again come back to Karma Yoga. This is a summary of the whole Karma Yoga teaching Bhagawan so far as given. And this is considered the most important verse also. And Gurudev used to say this is the key for success <laughs> in all field. What is that? Now let us see it. Thirtieth verse. sarvani Nidashi nirmamo put her. Nidashi Mamma put Now, <coughs> my Sarvani Kerman is there are five points here in this verse. So, five-point program for success. Now, what is that? Number one is Adhyatma Chetasa. Adhyatma Chetasa means primary goal of life is spiritual life. The spiritual goal is the primary goal in life. Chetasa. So mind has to be convinced that what I want in life is Paramātmā, the Lord. This conviction has to come. Everything else I tried, nothing is permanent in this world. (laughs) All relationship Whatever, however strong they are, they are not permanent. Money is not permanent. Wealth, prosperity, status, nothing is permanent in this world. I myself is not permanent. Then, what is permanent is the Lord Himself. And that nature of the Lord and my nature is one and the same. This understanding is called Athyatma Chetaha. So, simple understanding is primary goal of life is moksha. This is to be convinced. Mind has to be made convinced. So, adhyatma Then, second one point is sarvani, karmani mai sanyasya. Here sannyasya don't take it as sannyas renunciation. So, here it is Sannyasa means offering, dedicating, that is all the meaning, not renouncing. Okay. So, my Sarvani Karmani, Sanyasya. Once spiritual goal is my primary goal, then immediate thing to be taken care is purification of mind mental purification to the extent our mind is pure to that extent our mind is happy you see that children as two years two and a half years three years they are always happy getting up they are happy even after falling down also they are happy (laughs) two three minutes they cry then again they are happy so (laughs) Why? Because their mind is so pure. That is why spending time with children that age, it's kind considered it is a therapy. <coughs> so, all their worries, anxiety, they forget looking at the child, because he is, he is as good as living with Bhagawan, because the mind is so pure. There is no ego at all. <coughs> so, This mental purity, one should not neglect. This is what we neglect in our life. We think that, we we start thinking all negativities, thinking that nobody knows what I am thinking, what harm is there. So if I keep on thinking about something, some harm to somebody, nobody knows I am thinking. So what harm is there? Yes the greatest harm is to yourself. You may not harm others, but greatest harm is to yourself. You know, in Bhagavatam, there is a beautiful statement. In Satyuga, Yuga, Traita Yuga and Dwapar Yuga, when you think of doing harm to somebody, sin will come to you. Okay? That is the other yuga. In Kali Yuga, there is a Particular, peculiar thing. If you think of doing harm to somebody, no papa will come to you. <laughs> Unless it is followed by action. <laughs> if you don't do it, then all, then there is no papa for you. Same thing, if you, are, if you wanted to go to a pilgrim center, and that sankalpa itself will give you punya it seems. It's not that you have to go there. But that very thought itself will give you puñya. So some... Kaliuga is very good actually, it's not that bad, thinking about that advantages. So, this mind purification is what we have neglected, in the sense, we don't think that is important. In fact, that is the most important thing in sadhana. You may do so much of sadhana, but the mind is not purified. <coughs> Purification of mind means what? Ragatvesha neutralization. Neutralization of Ragatvesha means <coughs> Raga means likes, Dvesha means dislikes, likes and dislikes, whatever that comes to you acceptance of whatever that comes to you. (laughs) That is called neutralization. Don't react. The moment you start reacting, I want only this, I don't want this, that creates conflict in the mind. (laughs) That creates tension, stress in the mind. So suppose you have a thought that, whatever, however it is, that's why Mahatmas, so they don't have a particular likes and dislikes. Whatever that comes, they are able to accept. <laughs> All right. Don't know. I told you this example. You know in. Uh, Indira Gandhi's uh, emergency period. Two years emergency period. Indira Gandhi had a son, Sanjay Gandhi. It's no more. Both are no more. <laughs> Had a brain wave. Yeah, great idea. All these sadhus in the Himalayas, there are lakhs of them, they are not casting vote. So, why not we, you know, round them up and bring them to Rishi case and make them vote? So, policemen were sent. And to round them up, all these sadhus sitting there, they are, poor thing, they are sitting there doing meditation and all that, and they were all rounded up, and gave them breakfast and all that, and brought them to Rishikesh to cast vote. One Swami was sitting under a tree, very happy. So the the cop, the policeman went and asked, hey you, get up. Sadhu said, why? What for? Say, you have to go and uh, cast your vote. I am not interested. <laughs> he is not interested. Then he said, you know what is the consequence if you refuse this? Ah, tell me. <laughs> he said, Jail mi jvāla henge akko. you to jail. And Sadhu started laughing, very good. <laughs> because jail mein there is a shelter. <laughs> better standard of life. Now I am sitting under a tree. It is a better standard of life and three times you feed me also. I don't have to go for begging for food. Very good. Send me there. Now this policeman confused. I <laughs> mean, you can't threaten it. Jail also is not afraid. Then, he said, remove your clothes. Okay, very good, I am wearing it for your sake, not for my sake. (laughs) Now, this is the mental condition of the Mahatma. He is ready for the worst situation. When he is ready for the worst situation, what happens? There is no stress. This is called stress management. (laughs) Any, Any type of management you try, it will not last long. That this management techniques and all that they come and tell you after paying thousands of dollars you go to the 5 star hotel. They give you a big file to points, one point, two point, three, ten 10 point formula and all that. Then you try to practice because you paid for it, you think there is a value for it. You start practicing, after 6 months uh, nothing works. Again they will come back next year with new ideas. <laughs> Why? Because, the problem is the mind <coughs> the mind is taken as real once you take the mind as real and try to solve the problem <coughs> it will be symptomatic problem in mean a solution it is not a solution hitting at the original problem <coughs> so the mind is the one that is to be addressed and that is what vedanta teaches us that very same mind which you have taken it for granted, please start watching. <laughs> and this reaction of the mind is the one to be removed. <laughs> and that is possible, mental purification is possible only when you surrender to the Lord. <laughs> Lord alone can purify me. That's why Khalav Kanvasa Chittanam Pabat Vidhikriya nanam In Kali Yuga it is said, people are impure mind and for their livelihood sometimes they have to tell lies, they have to commit sins also. There is no vidhi, there is no dharma, there is no proper the discipline they follow. But all these papas can be removed not through prayachitta karma. It is said, so generally when there is a papa karma is done, there is a prayachitta karmas are there. How to neutralize the bad action with the new prayachitta karma, neutralizing the effect. There are certain rituals in our uh, uh, karma ganda. But he said Kaliuga that doesn't work? <laughs> so what works is only Bhagavan's name. Hare so That means what? Bhagavan alone can they have the capacity to purify your sins. So understand this very clearly. That is what Bhagavan says. Sarvani karmani maisanyasya. Convert every action into a worship. So this is what Sarvani Karmani Maisanyasya. So convert every action into a form of worship. Anything that you do, do it as Ishar And you should mean it. Not that you should say it, like our Aarithi we say, tera Arpan, Mera. I am not saying this, aarti is very good, but our attitude is a problem. So, This Arpanabha, so here, that is emphasized. See, the Arpan comes only when you appreciate the presence of Lord in us. Continuously, uninterrupted presence of Lord within us. That appreciation is there, then offering comes automatically. Otherwise, it may be a a, just saying, that's all. Then the third point is Nirashi. Asha, here Nirasha means don't translate as Asha means hope. Nirashi means hopelessly. <laughs> Somebody translated hopelessly. <laughs> no, no. So Asha means expectation. Nirashi Narmamo Bhuktva. See, every karma produce a result. But there is no way to know what result I get when you perform the action. There is no way to know that at the end result will come favorable to you or unfavorable to you. There is no way to judge. The Lord has best interest in me. So the preparedness to accept all consequences as a prasad buddhi this is called nirashi don't have any expectation at all so gurudev used to say if you don't have appointments there are no disappointments whenever you have appointment there is always this society is appointment based society isn't it so that's why we get disappointed also very easily. Oh, I didn't get an appointment today. I'm I have an emergency, but still I didn't get an appointment. Why? The doctor has gone to gone for fishing in Miami. <coughs> so what can you do? No, but whereas in India, it is an appointment-free society. Anybody can walk in any time, anywhere. See, free, mentally free. That's how relaxing it is. So, no, Niraashi means don't expect. <laughs> expect means that I should, you expect your children to take care of you in your old age, you will be disappointed. <laughs> Isn't it? Or you expect so and so person is going to be my lati, lati ven You <laughs> know, Hindi. he will be my support. If you think that, you will be in, a, in you will be disappointed. Because the expectation, wherever we have expectation, there alone we will be disappointed. So what is better? Don't expect. Rashi. One should not have any expectation except Bhagwan alone. That alone is dependence, no other dependence. Nirma maha. This is the third point. Fourth point is nirmamaha nirmamaha without mamakara is the meaning but the point here is don't take credit to yourself for all your achievements because most of the time we are depending upon many outside sources ninety percent are not under our control. Is it not? So when a program is over, we start thanking people and all that, You know, vote of thanks. At that time we forget some people's names and they get upset. <laughs> all these problems are there. But here it is said, Bhagavan says, don't take credit to your achievement. All your achievements are possible because So many factors have contributed to your success. You may say your uncle has contributed, but that uncle, not not only uncle, the phenomenal forces have contributed. The circumstances, the atmosphere in which you are living, the country in which you are living, the law and order situation there, where you are living, all these things are to be taken into consideration. (laughs) So, there are so many people have contributed for your success. See, the food that you are eating, how many people have worked, how many farmers have worked for it. You go and buy it in the market, that is all you know. But behind this, the milk that you are getting in a can, and how much activities have gone behind it. How many people have worked? So also, anything if you take the vegetable that you are buying, how many people have worked behind it? <coughs> And all these things have helped you to sustain yourself. And unless your health is not there, how will you achieve something in this world? So for your health, for your uh, activities in the world, for your uh, the <coughs> whatever that goal you had to achieve that, so many factors are necessary and they are all not in your control all the time. So that makes you humble. So this is called so free from mamatva, free from that that it is my that thought one should not dare. It is very easy to say but then how to practice that? That this is the way to think that so for my achievement I have to depend upon so many factors, so many people, so many things have contributed to me. So therefore, my part is only one person, 99% percent is Bhagwan's hand. So this uh, understanding makes you humble, so this is called Maha, mamatto abhavah, so amanittam. So I did everything but blessed by the Lord. So this is the point we have to take into consideration. So first is Adhyatma Chetaha. second is Sarvani Karmani Sannyasya, Mai Sanyasya, Nirashi, third one, fourth one is Mamatu Abhavaha, fifth one is Vikata Juaraha. Juara means fever. Okay. Stress and strain or tension. This is because you have the thought that "aham karta, aham bhokta." So this thought is the one that creates agitation in our mind. So I am the doer. So if you think that Bhagwan is the doer, I am only an agent in His hand. Then what happened? <laughs> it is something like a spoon, you become a spoon, you know, a spoon is not to be blamed when the soup is bad, isn't it. <laughs> so, a spoon is only an instrument you use us to convey or transport the spoon from the plate or the, the cup to your mouth. The spoon will not be blamed. In the same way, you become an instrument in the hands of Bhagavan. <laughs> so, this is called maturity. <clears throat> so, until you mature there's certain protection is required. That is called sadhana. So karma yoga is a sadhana which protects you slowly, slowly to get ripened. Something like a fruit. Now a fruit has got a skin. That skin is necessary until the fruit inside is ripened. Once the fruit is ripened, then what happens? the skin automatically you can peel off. Isn't it? When it is not ripened, you try to peel off, it won't come. Why? Bhagwan says he is not ready for you to eat. <laughs> that is why. So the same way, it is like karma yoga is like a skin of a fruit. <laughs> and to make you slowly, slowly get ripened. And once you get ripened, you are ready for the next step. What is that eating? What is that eating? Jnana Yoga. <laughs> Bhagawan will eat you up saying that come to me, I and you, there is no difference. <laughs> so, my Sarvani Karman here it is. According to the context, because Bhagawan was addressing to Arjuna, Arjuna happened to be in the battlefield, facing the far, therefore he says, you fight. That advice may not be applicable to us, so we have to consider that whatever activity that we are doing, face that. So conduct your activities, continue with your activities, that is the point here. Unconcerned about, free from worry or sorrow. <coughs> Sorry. So that is one of the most important verse our Gurudev used to say. This is the <coughs> verse for success. Somebody wants to talk about success, they can quote this verse and give explanation. <coughs> Hmm. Okay. Now, continuing, <coughs> now, Bhagavad is warning us that okay. ye me madha matamidam nityam ye me madha matamidam nityam anudhishthanti manavah, manavah. satdhavanto nasuyantah Satsangatavantoya sunyanta Mucchantetevi karma bhi Mucchantetevi karma bhi Yaha me matam idam idam matam me matam nityam anudishtanti manavah Matam here means opinion, ok. So, those men who (coughs) anudhishtanti nityam anudhishtanti, the one who practice this on a daily basis, not that weekend, that's why our religion is not a weekend religion, it is everyday religion. (coughs) It is to be practiced on a daily basis. Not only on a Friday or Sunday, but it should be practised every day. <clears throat> Nityam anudishtanti Manavaha Matam here means Opinion. So this particular doctrine that I have given out to you in the form of Karma Yoga, in this particular chapter it is Karma Yoga. So Karma and Yoga, these two words, Karma means proper action. Yoga means proper attitude. So Karma Yoga means proper attitude in performing the action. It's called Karma Yoga. What is a proper attitude? Ishar and Prasadavutthi. These are the two. Don't forget that. That is the whole key of Karma Yoga. Why we are doing it? It is not that we have to please Bhagavan, please. <laughs> Bhagavan is already happy. So, a happy person need not be pleased. Sri <laughs> Paramdhana, you Sankalpa also, we do that. Mamovata samastha dhridachedwarasri parameshara prithyartam. Amitam karishye, isn't it? So, parameshara prithi. That you don't have to make him pleased, because he's already pleased. That's why a person who is not happy, to make them happy is a very difficult thing. That's why children, you know, make them happy is very easy. You give them a pencil, they are happy. And you tell them you have a surprise, you know, they are so happy. But that very same child grow up, become twenty-year-old, huh, you give a pencil, <laughs> They will throw at you, that's all. <laughs> so a person who is already unhappy, to make them happy is very difficult. <laughs> so you don't have to make Bhagwan happy, please. By following his doctrine. <laughs> so he has taught us this karma yoga. And you are practicing not to please him, please. It is for our own benefit. <laughs> It too makes you yourself happy. That is all. So why? Because this will make you free from all kinds of conditions—mental, psychological, intellectual conditioning—is the problem. Those conditioning will be freed totally. So ye me matavidham nityam anudishtandi manavaah. With faith. Faith is Shastra and Guru Kassya is called Shraddha. Faith is not just a blind faith. Faith is a belief with understanding is called faith. If you say, I believed in you, I believed in him, means what? Belief can change. Today what? I don't believe in him. That's why party, party, you know, all those... uh, (laughs) Yesterday I was, I believed in that party, I joined that. Now what? I don't believe anymore, so I have changed my party. So this happens. But faith is not like that. I have faith, means what? It is with conviction. It is with understanding, supported with understanding. is called faith. Now, if I ask you, then how can I have faith in something that I have not seen? Whether God is there or not, how do we know? How do you prove? This is generally, people ask this question. How do you prove God exists or not? My question is, do you exist? (coughs) Yes, I exist. What makes you exist? A dead body exists? What makes you 220 pounds walking around, do all kinds of acrobatics, jumping up and down, running? What is that balancing factor in you? And the same person when they die, the four people have to carry. When he is alive, only one person can carry you. What makes you lighter? (laughs) Ha, so that is Paramatma, the presence of Lord. So this shraddha, faith, one should have. Now suppose I ask you, see if you say, I have not seen Bhagawan, so how can I have faith? So, the very question that you are asking, I don't have faith in God. The very statement you are making because you are alive. That life principle which makes you alive is what Bhagwan is. And that you need not see it. It is self-evident. Why? With that you are alive itself is evident. You don't need any other... All right, suppose I ask you, you have not seen, have you seen your great-great-grandfather? No, I don't think anybody has seen. Do you have, you believe that you had great-great-grandfather or you have faith? It's a difficult question. If you say belief, that means there is a possibility he was not there. Right? But you have faith. Why? Because you are there. Your father is there. Your grandfather is there. Therefore, there must be my great grandfather. It is a faith with understanding. So a belief with understanding is called faith. So this Shraddha with hope, Shraddha in Bhagawan is with understanding. It is not blind faith. So the whole creation I have not created, my uncle has not created, my grandfather has not created, or the whole humanity put together, they have not created this world. So who created it? What is the origin of this creation? These are all scientists, they are all doing research, they are all the time, they thought that they found out something, Then something else came up, so all the time they are hitting a wall. (coughs) So, this Shraddha, there is an existence of Lord. His presence is there. It is not that He is sitting somewhere in the Vaikunda or Kailas or anything. His presence is continuously in and through the creation. It is not that He is away from it. That type of Shraddha Then, Anasuyantah, Anasuyu, Asuya means, Kuneishu Dosha Darshanap. if somebody is doing some good work, to criticize, Kuneishu Dosha Darshana, that we are all very good in that. Our Gurudev's example for Asuya is, I'll tell you. Yes, many examples, but one of them is very nice. This Asuya word comes many times, so I have to tell again. So, there must have so many stories, so that you will say, oh, this we heard already. (laughs) Don't I told you this anyway? I'm hoping you forgot. So, in Cochin, there was a factory. Patmanava Menon and Sons. Menon and Sons factory. They used to export these uh, crabs. Live crabs. And Tom and Sons in Los Angeles used to buy that. So, once Tom and Sons ordered a big shipment, one old container load. And when it arrived in LA and after the container opened, and he was checking the packets, Tom was very surprised that this um, packet, you know, this um, carton, the hardboard carton, they were not sealed. They were just kept like that only. And it alarmed the tom. Suppose one crab come out. <coughs> then what happened? Then it will come out and then it will be in the sea. And such a, uh, such that kind of a packing, if you claim for insurance, insurance will not pay also. <coughs> so he was very alarmed. And he sent an email to this uh, man. And, Naturally, generally people, this kind of uh, inquiry come, question come, they don't answer. Most of the time, India, they don't answer. <laughs> they, you know, second time he reminded, nothing happened. Then he got frustrated. Tom took a flight and went to Cochin. <laughs> Next day morning, he was in the factory. <laughs> and Tom, he saw a man and said, hey, you are here? Yes, I am here. <laughs> you didn't answer my question. Oh, that, okay. So he took him to the factory and showed him everything. All the ladies are well dressed and all that, with gloves and all that. They are taking these crabs and putting it in the box. And they are just <coughs> closing it and without sealing it. This is what I was telling you. Why don't you seal it? Then Manin started laughing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? See, Mr. Tom, this is Indian crabs. What do you mean by Indian crabs? So the Indian mentality is that one person goes up, the other person will pull him down. <laughs> so one crab come out, the other crab will pull him down. So your merchandise is safe. There is no problem. <laughs> this is called asuya, <coughs> okay? So if some person is climbing up in the society, then what happened? Other people are jealous, they want to pull him down. <coughs> ah, I know how he got there. Ah, I know his secret. They, they start remarking in the parties and all that. So this tendency is called asviya. <coughs> and in fact, this particular thing, there is no cure, they say. There are two things there are no cure. One is baldness, this asuya. These two things. There is no cure. Whatever you do, nothing works. And this particular value Bhagavan repeats many times. Anasuya. So, sraddhāvantahā anasūyantahā karma devikarmabhihi So, the one who follows my teaching, of Karma Yoga with Shraddha and they practice this every day. They will attain Mukti eventually. It is not that Karma Yoga gives you Mukti, Karma Yoga gives you, make you qualified to learn or to gain Jnana and through Jnana alone you can get Mukti. So you become qualified student. Continuing. Yet vedapyasu Anutishtanti me matam, Anutishtanti me stan, stan, Yaha to a besu yantaha. Whereas Yetat a yantaha. People who carping at a yantaha. yantaha also means Yetat a besu this teaching, people laugh at. You know, sometimes when bhagavad Gita when they read the verses, when the translation is read, Ha! Ah, this is not possible. This Lord Krishna is bluffing. Like that, you know, there are people like that. So, it may be that also bhagavad Gita was taught 5,000 years ago. Now we are in the 21st century. Our thinking has completely changed. So those principles that was taught to Arjuna, is not valid now at this current time, like these people argue. <coughs> Five thousand years ago, whatever mind you had, the mind has not changed. <laughs> Your likes and dislikes may must have changed. The children, our when we were growing up, we never had a desire for iPad and all that. <coughs> And the, what do you call this, uh, our our style of playing also different. We used to go out and play. Now children never go out and play. They are always inside. They have so many games are there in the iPad. <coughs> and three-year-old child taught me how to play. Yeah, uh, Swamiji, you don't know. Okay, I'll tell you. Three-year-old child was teaching me how to play those. <coughs> So, anyway, so these people they say that 5000 years ago some teaching has taken place is not valuable. So this kind of a uh, nindanda. So people they laugh at the teaching of Bhagavan's Por Na Anutishtanti me matam. So they do not follow. Anudhishthanti, they do not practice this karma yoga. Me matam here means, my teaching here means karma yoga. Sarvatnyana vimudhantan. Sarvatnyana deluded all in knowledge. Sarvatnyana vimudhantan vimudhan vidhi janihi nashtan nasham gadan. Achetasaha avivekinaha they are they will lose all type of knowledge atmanatman dharma dharmajnanam so they will be confused about what is righteousness what is unrighteousness they will be what is unrighteous they consider as righteous what is righteous they don't they consider as unri- unrighteous this is the way they get confused they will not have any understanding, discriminative capacity. sarvat jnana sthan means the lack of discrimination. Achetasaha also means devoid of discrimination. The Atanvidhi understand, know that they will they are a ruined lot. So Bhagawan is not condemning them to hell and all that. It is not that way. Because if you don't follow it, sir, it is something like traffic rules. <laughs> Suppose you don't follow it, what happens? <coughs> you will get into accident. <coughs> and not only you are in trouble, you create trouble for others also. So this is the point Bhagavan is making. If you follow this, it will bless you. If you don't follow it, you yourself get ruined. <coughs> so that is the opposite. Ah. Now comes the very important <laughs> verse. <laughs> Sadrisham chestate susyaha Sadrisham chestate susyaha prakriti jnana vānapī Prakritet Prakritiṁ jānti bhūtāni करिष्यति Even a man of knowledge, jñānavānavi behave according to his nature. Prakriti sabhava, so, yesterday we were talking about Subhava. That is why even if even Mukta Purusha, their jnana is one. Whether he is a rich swami or poor swami, knowledge is the same. You can see, according to the prarapta, some swamis are living in luxurious way, some swamis are poor thing, they are in <laughs> very poor condition, isn't <laughs> it? But knowledge-wise, both are same. There is no difference. But their behavior also, you see, according to their nature. Some behave very pleasantly. Some behave sometimes, you know, very rudely also. So you may think, what is happening? A eh, Swami, kya? You know, sometimes you feel that way. So there is all because of prakriti. <laughs> Each one has got. This Prakriti, Satrisham Chestade, each one <coughs> behave in this world according to their Prakriti, nature. <coughs> nature means the impression that we have gathered in our past life. Your character. Why? You know, sometimes you wonder these youngsters when they fall in love with Opposite. The boy fall in love with girl, girl fall in love with boy. You start wondering, why I like this boy? Or why I like, of all the girls that is in the college, university, why I like only this girl? Think about it. What is the reason? Samskara. (laughs) Old Samskara, isn't it? Otherwise there is no reason. Sometime a most handsome person will be going with the most ugliest woman. Why? I don't know what he saw in her. That is the time you have to say, beauty in the eye of the beholder. (laughs) So... (laughs) Each one of us function in the world outside according to their samskara. They are born with certain samskara. Even jnanavarami, even if he is a jnani, his behavior in the world outside is according to his samskara. That's why you see sadhus behave differently. You cannot say... You can't put a standard and say he should behave only this way. No. Why? Because he has come with his samskara.
1: prakritim YANDI NIGRAHA KIM
0: karishyati? Now these are the very dangerous verses we mistake. <laughs> so, all living being conform to nature. What can? NIGRAHA NIGRAHA means suppression. Or restrain. Kim What is the use of trying to control? That is the point. Now, this is very dangerous verse isn't it? Because even Jnanis cannot control what is the point. We <laughs> controlling it. And all the time Bhagavan is telling you be, you have to discipline, you have to watch your thought, <laughs> you have to watch your action. <laughs> It should be dharmic, proper, etc., with proper attitude, all those things Bhagavan was telling. Now finally, suddenly he says, even if you try to control, restrain, what is the use? (laughs) Because Prakriti will drive you. (coughs) You are helpless in the hands of Prakriti. (laughs) So these vasanas that we have come with, it will function, it will help you, or it will force you to do certain things, and which you have no escape. Even if you try to suppress it, there is no way we can escape it. So, there is a, there is a beautiful uh, Subhashita, it says, Karpūra dhūli rechidāla vālaha kastūrikā kūngkuma liptadehā Swarna kumbe parishijyamāna nijam kūnam munjadino palāndu. Palāndu means onion. This onion, one person thought that I will change the smell of this onion. So he tried. what did he do? Yeah. He made a basin filled with karpura dhuli wala. A basin filled with karpur. And in the center he kept the onion. Then kasturiya kunkumalipta deha. Then with camphor. So with what kasturi? and all fragrant things, they, it applied on the body of the vanya. Kastūri Gaurvāja Then what he did? Suvarna kumbe parisitya With golden vessel, he did Abhishekam with rose water. <laughs> then after two hours he took it, Nijam gunam and try to taste it. <laughs> it is same onion taste. <laughs> there is no difference. No, the point here is whatever our awesome samskara is, <clears throat> that will show. <clears throat> so, that doesn't mean you should get discouraged here. <laughs> The point is that a jivanmukta Mukta Purusha, even though his Samskara come and pray but he is being the Sakshi, it will not affect him. <clears throat> As our Gurudev used to say, anger is in my pocket, I'll take it out, use and put it back. <laughs> so, sometime in the administrative field you have to show some anger, otherwise, People will take you for granted, <laughs> but one second only—the on second, other moment—he is calm, quiet, peaceful. That is the point. <laughs> so, <clears throat> now having said that, so thirdly, Chashtade as the prakriti jnanavanapi prakritim janti bhootani karishyati. So here another point that we have to take into consideration, whatever we learn from these scriptures, if that knowledge is not assimilated, it stay in them separately. Our uh, Gurudev used to give an example, you know. This. Husband came from office very angry because he had something, that had something to do with the boss. Boss fired him. So he was angry with the boss but he could not do anything. So he came back home. All his anger, he wanted an outlet. <laughs> so wife is the outlet. <laughs> So she understood today is a bad day, the way he came and parked the car and opened the door and threw his shoes and all that. She understood today is a bad day. So she never gave any chance for him to get angry. So exactly what he wanted as soon as he come, he want a cup of tea and some bajia, hot, hot bajia. So she prepared that and he was eating that. And then he tried to touch the table, is there any dust or anything, then he can get angry. Where are the children? Children are in their room only. They are studying very seriously. (laughs) So he cannot (laughs) shout at them also. So he was feeling miserable. So he wants some outlet. He was bursting, (laughs) suffocating with that anger inside. Then he took a sip of tea. <coughs> he got a chance now, because, it, it, you know, it's no sugar. He chini What? Chini I worked so hard and so many days I worked like this. And come back home, I can't even get a decent cup of tea. <coughs> then, she said, She is like a Sita pratnya, you know. She said, Chini Dale. What do you mean, Chini Dale? So, as he was telling, he is stirring. The spoon be not so <laughs> He was mixing it. And then, afterwards, when he took a sip, silent. No question. So, our Gurudev used to say, Listening to Vedanta, it is like the sugar is filled in your cup called kopdi <laughs> 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 Cup. But if you don't stir it, it will remain there in the bottom. It will not help us. So, prakritet even though you are a man of letters, even though you have knowledge, but that knowledge will not bless you. So there is no point controlling it or suppressing it, that will not help us. What helps us is assimilation, even if one idea, if you are able to digest, assimilate, and practice in our life that will make difference. That's why Bhagavad Gita kīnjitā Theta Kenga Jalarva Vakanika, Pita Sakrta Piyena Bhadari Samarcha Kriyate Tasya Yamena charcha Bhagavan Sakra Jarism Majo in Bhagavad Gita Kinchita Theta. A little bit of Bhagavad Gita you have studied, that is what it is. It's not that all the 700 verses I know memorize, have memorized. I can chat from back to the other side also. I can do. Nah, that doesn't make you give you any benefit. Of course, some punya will be there. There's no, I don't say there's no benefit. Simple chanting of Bhagavad there are some punya. That you'll get. But the real benefit of understanding, even if one word you understand the meaning and practice it, that will transform your life. So that is what we have to take it from this verse, that assimilation of ideas. It's not just learning, the scriptures alone will help you. Now after having said this, now comes a very important topic. I will give you an introduction, we will talk about it tomorrow. Indrias Indrias Yarte, Indrias तयोर्नवशमागच्छेत Ragatwe See, with Karma Yoga practice, Karma Yoga practice means what? Whatever action that we are doing, Ishwar or Pranabuddhya, offer as an offering to the Lord. So perform action with an attitude of worship. Then, when the result comes, you accept it as prasad. This is Karma Yoga. Now, if you are practicing this karma yoga in this life, definitely you may not, you will not create new vasanas. Whatever vasana that you have came with, that gets burnt. This is a promise. Okay. Now, our problem is, what about our previous life's vasanas? In this life, okay, I understand. But we have so much accumulated Vāsana's in our subconscious buried. Is it not? Because you yourself don't know, suddenly something will sprout in the mind, explode in the intellect. Why not? You never thought about it. Because of our previous old life, samskaras. How do we handle that? Say, if you practice karma yoga in this life, you understand that. But there are so many samskaras. punyas we have collected and accumulated and it is all impressions are there in our subconscious. How are we going to handle so purification of mind is what is a result of karma yoga. Your yeah, purification becomes partial here if you practice. So unless you remove the entire samskara, we will not be purified. So what is the method? This is what is Bhagavan is telling in this verse. This is when Bhagwan is introducing free will. So this is a very beautiful verse we all should practice. Very practical. We shall see that tomorrow. I think our run, are, our run is good be able to complete. Two more days. Okay, thank you. Om Purnamadap Purnamidam Purnat Purnamadachade Purnas Purnamadayav Purnamikana Shishade Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo